Photo Shelter presents Vision Slightly Blurred. I'm Alan Murabayashi. And I'm Sarah Jacobs. Sarah, after about a year of not really acquiring any photo equipment, I found myself in the past few months having what they call gear acquisition syndrome and purchasing a lot of stuff in hopes, I think, that it would motivate me to shoot more. Uh-huh. And uh, in some cases it did. And in some cases I was like, man, why the heck did I get this thing? <laughs> <laughs> so, you, what did you buy? Yeah, so let me start with this stuff that I really used. Um, you know, every September I go to uh, Jackson, Wyoming. Yeah. Um, because I'm on faculty for the Summit Workshop. Uh, there's a nature workshop that we do. And uh, I said, you know, I got to have a, a telephoto lens if I want to capture bears or, or whatnot. So I bought this 150 millimeter to 600 millimeter lens, um, which is great for wildlife. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm back home in Hawaii, I use it to shoot surfing. Um, I use it to shoot birds. So that is a purchase. And it was, I think it was about 1200 bucks, which compared to mm-hmm. a really expensive telephoto lens, which could be 12,000 bucks. Yes. I thought that was actually what, a pretty good investment. What brand? Uh, I got the Tamron. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I got the Tamron because it's weather sealed as well. So when I was looking at like the Nikon or the Tamron, the Nikon, which is a great piece of glass, not weather sealed. Mm-hmm. And when I'm on the beach and the salt is there, I kind of need that weather sealing. Mm, that makes sense. Uh, should I tell you about the stuff that yeah. I haven't used so much? <laughs> I'm, You're about to reveal like your Amazon shop. I know. Was. I'm almost kind of embarrassed. <laughs> um, I had it in my head about two months ago that I really wanted to... Um, shoot time lapses. And I've been experimenting with time lapses, you know, in the past year or so. Um, but I, I saw this company called Edelkrone that makes these little rotating platforms. Uh-huh. So instead of having a static time lapse shot, you can have it moving along a rail very slowly, and then you can have it on a rotating platform. So not only is it moving like laterally on a rail, but the actual camera is like panning. Okay. Um, so there's all these, you know, different types of motions that you can have that kind of make the shot a little bit more dynamic. Uh-huh. So I got, you know, I got these things and I was like, yeah, this is a, these are good investments, but maybe I also need the weird little crane mount thing and the little doohickey. I just ended up spending like a couple hundred dollars that I I didn't need to spend. Yeah. And I'm kind of regretting it because either I'm not using it right or it just doesn't really work that well. Well, there's only two types of shopping remorse. It's either you bought it and you're like, this was too expensive and now I'm not using it. Or you didn't buy it and you're like, damn it, it was on sale and I didn't buy it. <laughs> well, I always try to Google search for the, the coupon code, right? Yes. And just You're just like, oh, 10% off, please. <laughs> yes, yes. Please. Yes. <laughs> so what about you? You've, you've really gotten into the studio photography in the past year. Yeah. And for the record, uh, I'm mad that you somehow tricked me into doing a gear show. Oh. Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) Gear is like my least favorite thing to talk about, just for the record. But that's okay. Yeah. Anyways, yes. This this show is about motivation and how gear can motivate you to shoot. Yes, totally. Okay, in that But anyway, what gear has motivated you? (laughs) So let's talk about some gear. Um, Yeah, what gear has motivated me to shoot? Honestly, pro photo strobes. Do I know the names of those strobes? No. But they're strobes, and they're really nice, and I use them. <laughs> they are really nice. Yeah. You know, the thing with Photo is they're horrendously expensive. Yes. Um, so, yeah. For the record, I have not 
purchase them. Right. I have them on rent, like long term, from the company that I work for. Um, so very well made. Yeah. But so expensive. Yeah. Um, and there are cheaper versions out there, but they're not as good. They're not as good. And no. could a certain piece of gear make you more motivated to shoot? Yeah. <laughs> right? I, yeah. No. Totally. Um, I mean, yeah. That with a diffu- like a diffusing modifier on it, like an Octabox. Yeah, that's like, that's the sweet spot right there. Like, I love shooting that. Another piece of gear that I have been shooting with for about a year is just a Fuji Instax you love that camera. Thing. And I freaking love it. What, I got, do, you, like, what the, do you love about it? Um, what do I love about it? I love that it's tangible, that it's printing something like real. And in the age of digital and in the age of Instagram, it's so nice to have this little photo that I actually have a photo album book for that I put, I put it in there or I put it on my fridge. Um, and that has been really nice. And I really enjoy shooting with You're it a lot. You're such a millennial hipster with your Instax <laughs> camera. I know. I know. It's like the one <laughs> camera that I bring that and like a disposable. The problem that I have with lighting gear, because I went through this phase probably 15 years ago where I started buying my own lighting gear. It is, that is a black hole, man, because you're, once you start getting into it, you're like, I kind of need, now I need the rectangular softbox. So you, you go yeah, out yeah, and you, yeah, buy yeah. The, yeah. you buy the medium softbox and then you're like, but quality of light is so much better with the larger one. So then you get the yeah. large softbox, but then everyone's talking about the Octus. So you get the Octus, <laughs> right? Like, you're just going bigger and bigger and bigger. And my problem, I, I think I've solved this problem, but my problem historically has been that I don't want to go all in on the first try, so mm-hmm. I'm going to get the I'm going to get the knockoff brand. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally makes sense, especially you know depending on how often you use it. Mm-hmm. But then when you start using it a lot and the knockoff brand starts falling apart, or you're like, oh man, right, the or, do, or like it doesn't work during that one important shoot, you know? Yeah, where you're like, no. Yeah, and that's not operator. That's clearly the fault of the softbox. <laughs> Right. Definitely. Not but, my and, then, fault. and then with lighting equipment, you know, it's flash duration is a big thing. So you could buy the the you know, the five hundred dollar light that has a flash duration of X, or you could buy the ten thousand dollar pro photo pack, which has a flash duration one tenth so you're really freezing action and then you're like, Wow, I really need that ten thousand dollar pro photo and you know what you don't need? The ten thousand dollar pro photo. Right. But if it makes you want to shoot more, who's to say how you should spend your money? <laughs> or the client's money. Or the client's money, right? Well, that's, that's obviously a smarter way. I have gotten better about renting equipment to try it mm-hmm. and not renting it for a day. I mean, like renting it for a week or two to really get an opportunity to try it, to see, number one, if I'm going to take it out of the lens pouch in the first place mm-hmm. and, then, and then see if it actually changes my workflow and motivates me. You know, if you're like me and you, and you have Amazon prime, like that's such a thing in New York, right. To have Amazon where I'll order stuff and it'll literally be sitting in a cardboard box for a week because I've just ordered too much stuff. And then you're like, why do I need all of this stuff? Like I really thought that that battery was going to motivate me to shoot more, (laughs) but the battery is still sitting in that box. Dang. Dang, man. I like going, I, this is old school, but I like going to the, like, B&H, like, the physical store to buy this type of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the only thing I order on Amazon is, like, cat food. 
<laughs> so <laughs> not not camera gear. Okay, can I tell you my worst purchase in the past year? Yeah. So I was I was at home uh, in Hawaii, and I was shooting a lot of birds um, at my high school because I, I I got into my head that I wanted to document biodiversity on the campus because it's a really large it's 76 acre campus uh-huh. so i was going every day and i was shooting birds and i was really liking what i was was getting and i was like man this is awesome this is an awesome project but now i have to move to plants <laughs> and i said but in order to shoot a plant you know what i really need a macro lens i was just gonna say i don't know a lot but i know that no i'm just kidding I, yes so i ordered this yes. macro lens and i get it you know, and it's not it's not the most expensive macro lens. I can't remember how much I paid, maybe five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks. But like, you what, know what was the like measurement? It's a like ninety millimeter, millimeter okay. macro lens. Yeah. Uh, and again, I it's a Tamron because I really got seduced by Tamron yeah. being this low cost, pretty high performing. I have a couple lens. Tamrons, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I get that thing and I was using my Nikon mirrorless camera and I stick it on and it doesn't work. Because they're incompatible. Right. And so I'm looking at the Tamron site, and they're like, no, we're never going to support this lens for the Nikon mirrorless camera. And is there an adapter? It doesn't work with the adapter. Oh, sh- Yeah. So I have to put it on my old DSLR, which is fine. Yeah. But I'm like, wow. Ah. Yeah. So I'm walking around with this macro lens, and I'm like, I'm just going to take these stunning photos of like flowers, only to realize that I have no idea how to take a macro shot. Oh, it's just, you know, it's different. It's, it's different, particularly because when you deal with macro, the depth of field is, could be millimeters. Uh-huh. So if you're trying to take a photo of a flower, you can't get it in one shot. You have to do what's called focus stacking. You have to take like six photos mm-hmm. and then have your software blend all the in-focus oh, wow. mm-hmm. images together. Mm-hmm. And then you're dealing with like lighting. There's not enough light for macro because you want to really shoot at F11 or F16 to get three millimeters instead of two millimeters in wow. the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that lens was used once and I took some really crappy photos with it. And then it was kind of sitting in my bag for a while until I took it out this past weekend when I was taking time lapses because the time lapse is going for like two hours. And I'm like, well, I got nothing to do, but I see some bees over there. (laughs) (laughs) So I took, you know, I took like two dozen photos of bees with the the macro lens, but I'm still like, I don't know what to do with this, this thing. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. (laughs) I can't use it, so I'm not going to take it. Um, I feel like. You, I remember back in the day when people were kind of like the mirrorless cameras were getting better and a lot of people were shifting from their heavy DSLRs to those. Did that inspire you to shoot more? Like take it out with your friends, all that stuff? You know, two years ago, I decided to take some time off and I was traveling around uh, the world, actually. For nine months, I was traveling around the world. And my first stop uh, was France, and I was I was staying there for a couple months. And I took the largest suitcase that I had, and I filled it with clothes and stuff and photo equipment. And I got over to France, and I got to my Airbnb, and I was trying to lift this fifty pound suitcase up this you know three flights of stairs. And I'm and a few weeks later, I was like, "What the heck am I doing? Mm. Like, travel is the lightest 
possible pack you can have in order that you can get around. Yeah. And in those nine months, I tried to acquire as little stuff as possible. I didn't need a souvenir from everywhere that I traveled. And I, and I only traveled with my Leica Q. No uh, lenses, just it's a fixed lens. Uh-huh. So I had a fixed 28 millimeter lens on Ooh, that camera. Oh, nice. And that's all I had. Yeah. And that, that, that nine month period, it just made me realize like, I don't need much of anything mm-hmm. to have fulfillment out of life and photography and to take good photos and mm-hmm. whatnot. And of course, you know, in certain situations, having specific gear would make you take a different type of photo. Um, and maybe you got quote, better photo because of, you know, you had a telephoto lens instead of wide angle lens. Mm-hmm. But I really felt coming out of that, that man, I don't, I don't need anything. I, I have this one camera that takes great photos. And then like the second I got back to New York and I'm going out with my friends and I'm like, oh, I need one of those shirts and I need some of those shoes. And it's just because you're like in the game of being in this metropolitan city. Yeah. And then... You just mean like wanting to buy and wanting... Yeah, just feeling like you were just out of it because you didn't have stuff. It was a really weird sensation. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm I'm having... I've, I've had some of that with camera gear in the past few months where I'm like, searching for something Mm. by acquiring camera gear and I ain't finding it. (laughs) Is it, is it inner peace, Alan? I think it's inner peace. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's inner peace because, I mean, does the little rotating platform give me better time lapses? Uh, Marginally better. I mean, that sounds cool. Marginally better, but you know what gives you good time lapses? When you're willing to stay out there for like three hours and take a yeah. thousand photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or and wake up at 5.30. Yeah, exactly. I was, yeah. <laughs> I told Sarah off camera that I, I <laughs> set my alarm today, for uh, 5.30 a.m. to take a time lapse. And when the alarm went off, I, I convinced myself that it was probably cloudy outside. So I uh, didn't make that time lapse. But you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it this Tomorrow? morning. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. 5.30 a.m. All right. Be there. Unless it's cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> I will be fast asleep. Um, so. Yeah. I guess we're just trying to take a better photo and sometimes the gear helps us and sometimes it's just a hindrance. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to travel, I mean, and that could be a whole episode of like how to travel with a bunch of gear. Um, I know a lot of particularly dudes that are really into gear and what you're shooting with and acquiring new gear and making new rigs for their, for like video and, you know, for still shots too and all that. and that has just like never been my whatever, like whatever, I'm very much in the game of like whatever is in my bag is gonna be the best camera, whether that's like my iPhone or my little Fuji Instax, my disposable or my Canon Mark II. I do feel like on its last the need for gear is a very gendered thing where guys just want the gear, more and more gear. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a stereotype, like that's that's a real, I Thing. I have found that to be true with um, yeah photographers that I talk to yeah yeah not to make a blanket statement but like I just find with my friends and stuff like the female photographers that I'm talking to we don't talk about gear the same way that I have sat and listened to men talk about gear Boring. with each other oh my god yeah, I just want to like I know. stab yeah. your eyeballs out exactly. But I've patiently sat there and like nodded and been like, ha ha, well. And the irony <laughs> is that women take exactly the same quality photos as men without 
yeah without talking being, about gear being obsessive time. about gear yeah totally no it's <sighs> yeah <laughs> maybe i should just meditate <laughs> i mean that's one way to do it well you know what i'm gonna get up at 5 30 a.m and i'm gonna use a little panning yeah platform just to and it's gonna look amazing it's gonna it's gonna look amazing and we'll post it yeah We'll post it at blog.photoshelter.com with this podcast. Oh, and by the way, you know, we, we film all of this stuff. And so you can watch us talking on IGTV yeah. by following uh, the Photo Shelter account. We film it with a lot of gear. Ellen, what is, what, <laughs> look at all this light. What is on me? You know, we'll, we'll take a, a behind the scenes uh, oh, yeah. photo just so people can see. Yeah, we should. All the light, lighting equipment that we have to make this possible. <laughs> you got to have light. I mean, you gotta have life. You gotta have life. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. PhotoShelter is the online leader for photography websites and workflow tools. Archive, distribute, and sell your photos in a mobile-friendly, responsive website. Try one free for 14 days at photoshelter.com slash podcast. Then download one of our free educational guides at photoshelter.com slash resources.